1: And together, they are... Oh my god, don't read it out loud! Don't read it out Gay of Dark <laughs> The re re 3 Yeah! 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 yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Like, hey! <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey.
0: <laughs> hey, man! <laughs> hey,
1: man! We're chugging along, y'all.
0: We are on the choo-choo train to Crazy Town
1: to heck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, the handbasket to heck.
1: Yeah, we're what halfway? A Half- ha- yeah, halfway, halfway, halfway. Because Stacy, as of
0: record, no, as of the premiere when this episode goes live, correct?
1: The one we're doing now.
0: Yes. Okay. We are in May 4th, which is I I wonder if you know this, 1 month away from our Mama Move debut.
1: Oh, my god. I think about it every day. I cannot every day. I'm so fucking excited. I
0: checked our I I like woke up, I checked the 3 and the re re 3 and a And I saw our beautiful thermometer and I, I started getting, um, um, oh, a, yeah. (laughs) I never can remember the title. I just know how it goes. Got that trapped in my head and I was so happy. And then that spiraled out into, oh my God, it's a month away. I can't wait. It's a month away.
1: It's all Um, I think about. Yeah. Oh, me too. Uh...
0: All I think about besides.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course.
0: Our sexy, sexy listeners. Who are fundraising not for our trip to see Mamamoo? No. Wink, wink. <laughs>
1: Could you imagine? <laughs> we take all the money oh my and God. run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of tempting. But no, 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 no. We are raising money for the Transgender Law Center.
0: Yes. The Transgender Law Center, they changed law, policy, and attitudes so that all people can live safely, authentically, and free from discrimination, regardless of their gender identity or expression. And so far, Stacey, this is absolutely bonkers because yesterday we set the goal of 5,000, mm. 5K, as some people in the industry say. Oh, you know?
1: that's cool. To Isn't say it? it Doesn't, like don't that. you feel
0: like, like I just put on my. Um, uh uh um oh my god, who's the guy that every all the women want to fuck in 80s movies and then they go crazy? Michael Douglas.
1: Oh, yeah, don't ask me. Technically
0: it's 90s, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> I put on my cool Michael Douglas like Wall Street glasses
1: uh-huh.
0: and I say 5k and then like, you know, money bags ensue. Right. Thank you. So it no, so we're at $5,516?
1: We raised it to 5000 on yesterday's show, which has been live on, on the airwaves or whatever, the internet waves, however yeah. it works, uh, for like two hours. And we've already exceeded that goal that we set yesterday, but also you heard about it today. Oh, which is, you guys yes. are just... Above and fucking beyond, man.
0: Above and fucking beyond. Isn't this <laughs> bonk? This is one hundred and twenty-five donors at this point. Wow, have raised five thousand over five thousand dollars. Like you, y'all went five hundred over our last goal
1: before we even told you what the goal was. Before you even knew. You guys, yeah. I mean, I, I have from the, from the three inning and the re three inning, I knew our listeners were lit, but this is really, you guys are really doing it this time, man. Thank you You're so act- much. For real. Thank you. You're actually like,
0: not that it ever, it's ever a competition, but it is. I'm your pageant mom and I will be disappointed, but, but it's not. And yeah, the fact that y'all are like out doing the last two, three innings at this point. Is wild, especially because we were in like the thick of of like proper lockdown when we did those, you know, and that was an era where like we were all kind of just sitting in our homes, giving money wherever we could because there was nothing else. To- you can't even go outside, <laughs> you know. And so I was worried, like, well, man, the world's changed, man. It's the pandemic is over. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I think the the pandemic is over, and I feel like. Many people are in a uh, not as great place financially. Yes. But I mean, it's times are tough.
0: Times is hard, as they say. We fully recognize this. We feel it too. We just think this is so wicked cool. I honestly like, I mean, yeah, I'm just blown away. I thought even, even, you know, what was it like in 2020 when the supply chain suddenly became a thing?
1: Uh, when anthony learned about the supply chain yes
0: when somebody invented a chain (laughs) that they put somewhere and then that the chain i think it's like it's like the um is it that what's the gopher that like pops out of the ground and then they decide if it's winter or not
1: (laughs) (laughs) the ground on talking about Harold the gopher
0: no i imagine that's what the supply chain is it's just a chain and then some guy if wall street looks at it and then they decide if money is good or not is that how it works
1: maybe we should do a fundraiser for you
0: for my, my <laughs>
1: <re-education>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> help anthony learn about the world help help me help myself we phrased Oh, dear. No, the the point is, things are fucked, and you guys are really super the best for giving what you can. For real. For just spreading the word, for retweeting. You guys have been super encouraging with comments and messages to us and stuff like that, and that's really appreciated also because I think we're both... I'm not sure if we're going to make it through this with all of our faculties intact. Oh,
0: no. No, (laughs) Um, this is Texas Chainsaw Mascara. (laughs) Uh,
1: So I just, I don't know, you guys, are amazing. That's all.
0: Absolutely amazing. Listen, things cost eight times as much at the grocery store as they did three years ago. And y'all have raised over $5,000, nearly $6,000 for the Transgender Law Center (laughs) in three days it's day four now but this is bonkers stacy i'm looking at this thermometer and i'm thinking thoughts oh okay (laughs) i'm i'm thinking erotic thoughts (laughs) and and those thoughts are let's make this thermometer grow baby i'm going to set a new goal tell me tell me tell me how you feel now 5k sounded cool right oh yeah but watch me watch me put the sunglasses back on okay and then watch me watch me swish my hair up with the hair gel
1: uh-huh.
0: okay seven yeah. k baby Whew.
1: it feels like such a tall order, but I think we can do it
0: then let's do it. We are live new seven thousand dollar goal. We are already five thousand five hundred and sixteen dollars on the way there. If you look at the thermometer, there's just a, like a A centimeter that has to be filled to get to $7,000 for the Transgender Law Center. This is wicked, crazy cool.
1: Love it. I'm
0: so here for it. I love it. So here for it. So here for our listeners. Thank you for everything, as we have said time and again. Uh, Just looking at the donation list is absolutely incredible. The amounts you all are giving and even any amount, $5, $3, anything helps. And even if you can't donate, of course, sharing is just also great. Thanks again
1: yes i mean today right oh like, my hump god day... as we record this it's hump day you guys are listening to it post hump day that's okay yeah. it's the hump day of our hearts
0: oh yeah oh, oh
1: my god stacy <laughs> <laughs> anthony it was your first time seeing ninja three the domination
0: oh my god all I can say is... What's the lyric? Once was lost, but now I'm found. Is this the greatest movie I have ever seen? I, right? Yes! Absolutely! No questions asked. Fuck Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Ninja 3 The Domination now.
1: 19, all you need to know, like... I hope everybody has seen this or is able to see this or whatever. But if you've seen it, you know, if you haven't seen it, you will know that as soon as you say Ninja 3 The Domination made in 1984 and it's produced by Canon Films, (laughs) you know you are about to get 94 minutes in heaven. Oh, my God. Canon film, I love canon films. They were so big in the 80s, um, making movies about, like, vigilantes and ninjas and American oh. ninjas, and they dabbled in horror. They did all kinds of stuff, like, just crazy, bonkers, low-budget, good times.
0: They knew what's up.
1: They clearly did, because... They gave us Ninja three, the domination
0: (laughs) for Ninja three. They said, let's get the director of (laughs) break into electric boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) And more than that, let's get the star of break into electric boogaloo.
1: Well, this, this came out before those, So, I mean,
0: Stacy, they were casting the bones. They saw what would come to pass. They
1: were aligning the, the universe's chakras.
0: Yes. They, this was an act of cosmic acupuncture. And I feel the sweet relief.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Lucinda Dickey. Oh. Lucinda Dickey. Icon. Legend.
0: Goddess queen.
1: Star of Ninja 3 The Domination. Star of Breakin'. Star of Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Cast member of cheerleader camp Cheerleader camp Yeah cast member (laughs) (laughs) Um just What an angel What a dancing angel In this film She plays Christy Ryder Okay right Christy Ryder What She is a telephone Repair woman slash Aerobics instructor (laughs) (laughs) But let's not get ahead of ourselves, okay? Let's start at the very beginning of this movie, which takes place on a golf course where a ninja shows up, flips the fuck out, and kills a whole bunch of people, including including a very important scientist.
0: Full daylight! Kills everyone in full daylight in the golf course because this can't, assassination can't wait
1: kills the important scientist the important scientist's lady friend i don't know their relationship uh all the bodyguards like 50 cops all these people <laughs> he is the most powerful ninja i've ever seen in my life he can punch through the hood of a car yes like the roof of a car he puts a throwing star between his toes and then fix it and kills people like Ugh. just ninja madness Yes. Uh, eventually, he is kind of overpowered by the cops. There's just too many. So he throws a smoke bomb and they're like, oh, where did he go? Uh, he went into the earth. He buried himself and then he pops up and it's just like eventually he is gunned down by by a ring of cops around him.
0: He has a very convoluted relationship with mortality.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he keeps coming back. He keeps coming back. But eventually he is gunned down. Okay, there's only so much a ninja can do, apparently. That's true. Then we meet Christy Ryder. I've already told you what she does for a living. What else does she do? She gives me life. (laughs) she's amazing she's
0: incredible she's a perfect fucking goddess queen she wears coveralls that say Krios on the side (laughs) and she has one of those like one of those apartments that only people in the 80s live in
1: it looks like an like it's like a warehouse everything is 80s flavored and it also is like a fucking G-Willikers or TGI Friday or something. Like, there's just crazy crap all <laughs> over the place. Yeah.
0: yeah, gray cement walls, cement blocks, Uh, her Nagel print.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nagel print, like, 70 lamps. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> of all shapes and sizes. An arcade game. Oh, uh, so cool! Neon signs, a... a, a bed made out of like metal shelving. Like yeah, her
0: bed white. is a ladder? It, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: what? Yeah. She is so cool. So cool. Uh and she encounters our wounded ninja. She's out on a job, climbing a telephone pole, and she comes across the wounded ninja. And she thinks the ninja's gonna attack her, but then he doesn't, and he gives her his katana okay the wind blows and she's not sure what's up but she takes the katana home the ninja dies she tells the cops about it and she's so surly and i just think this is a lesbian right <laughs> like she's surly she's athletic she climbs a telephone pole for a living yes yes She just, she really reads like a lesbian for the first uh, 20 minutes of this movie. I mean, it's,
0: it, 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 she reads as a lesbian the the same amount of time that this film reads, which I would argue it reads all the way through, but as a, as a ACAB manifesto.
1: She hates cops and we never learn why it's not like she says like oh a cop killed my brother or my dad was a cop and and then he got killed and so i'm angry that you know whatever like she just hates cops yeah, sheer
0: disdain <laughs> sheer disdain for cops just like
1: <laughs> shut up
0: doesn't want to see him doesn't want to look at him doesn't want to talk to one and this is leg- this is the 80s like she's a good american girl she's an aerobics instructor like in any other Reagan's '80s d- depiction,
1: '84 perhaps the most American of years besides 1776. Thank you.
0: Just and, and just a just a skip away from the bicentennial.
1: And yet, and
0: yet she's not. She's not there pledging the allegiance.
1: No, no. <laughs> she's
0: not. She's not going up and calling the cops for help.
1: She's saying fuck
0: the police <laughs> until she actually literally does that.
1: Oh, I don't want to talk about that. She goes to the police station. (laughs) (laughs) She she goes, she gets taken to the police station to report the dead ninja, right? And then a man who I will dub Officer Hair (laughs) because he loves to take his shirt off and there's just hair everywhere.
0: He's fully, um, uh, cousin it
1: (laughs) yeah he just starts hassling her can i like let me give you a drink do you want a cup of coffee do you want this and she says i don't use soft drinks yeah and i'm like man she's such a lesbian and then he's like well okay well can we just go out and she says i don't go out with cops like she keeps telling him no 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 and he keeps harassing her she after she visits the police station uh she has to go teach an aerobics class because she is a Multifaceted angel. Oh, yeah. So she's teaching her aerobics class, and the officer hair shows up and takes the <laughs> aerobics class just so he can ask her out again. And she's like, Will you leave me alone? And then she goes outside and there's a bunch of thugs who also were in the gym.
0: Yeah, Uh, they're no good bodybuilders.
1: Whole group of them. And they're harassing a woman and she's like, hey, leave her alone. And then they start harassing Christy Ryder. And at that point, you know what's going to happen because you hear. Yes! And like. 80s action music kicks in and so she whips all their asses and then officer Harris is like you're under arrest for assault and he takes her away in his car and she's like fuck you and <laughs> officer Harris like i'm not really gonna arrest you i just like what like he's basically kidnapping her yeah yeah and he's like listen okay fine if you don't want to go out with me because i'm a cop then that's fine get out of my car and so she's like do you want to come home and fuck me? <laughs> well, like, Christy Ryder, what are you doing? Echo totally comes out of the blue. <laughs> it's amazing. So she takes it back to her TGI warehouse. And then we have. I mean, in all of cinema, right? There's some iconic scenes. And then there's this. Oh. Which is the seduction via V eight vegetable juice? Oh, Whoa. which is where it's sexy time, and oh. Christy Ryder like straddles Officer Hare's lap, and then she pours V eight vegetable juice on herself sexily, <laughs> and that leads to sex all
0: down the decolletage. <laughs> This isn't even, this isn't even, like, doing a body shot. This isn't pouring the liquor down a, a crack. This isn't, this is straight up V8. <laughs> like s- fucking slurping tomato down your decolletage.
1: <laughs> so look, anybody out there who, you know, you think to yourself, oh, I'm an awkward lover. Uh-huh. Listen, you go to your grocery store. <laughs> You get some V eight. You could get the low sodium variety if you want
0: to. That's that's very smart. That's looking out.
1: Uh, And the next time things are getting hot and heavy, pour some vegetable juice on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It can work for Christy Ryder. It can work for you. The key is
0: confidence. Yes, she does it with such cool disregard for uh, attitudes perceptions with such sheer confidence and skill that he doesn't even question it. he says i have got to slurp up the v8 vegetable juice
1: yeah when you say it like you want me to get a can of v8 and pour it on myself that seems weird like <laughs> yes it does when you when you verbalize it but yes, the confidence is key. Like, don't give any indication that this is at all weird. Just do it.
0: You want me to get out the can of v <laughs> I see, and I pour it there. All right.
1: Drink up. <laughs> Drink up, lover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's, they're in love well. now. She hated him five minutes ago. 4 minutes ago they were doing it. Now they're in love.
0: Okay. I deal I deal with it by thinking she's still a cab cuz she still continues to murder cops. I mean, we're going to get there. But like she's still a cab, but like she he is solely a sex object to her. Even though she says it's love, I'm like, no, she's objectifying him. So, go queen. Okay. <laughs> she okay. should be a lesbian.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I'll I'll hold on to her still being a lesbian when later that night she is awakened by uh, there's these noises, wind blows, etc. I guess this is, is Officer Hare there? I don't know. I stopped paying attention to him. But one night, <laughs> her arcade game starts to glow, and lasers come out of it.
0: God, it's incredible. <laughs> Laser rainbows.
1: The lasers go on Christy Ryder's face. She's like, oh! And, <gasps> and then, the katana floats out of the closet like hello metaphor oh okay she's still a lesbian the katana floats out of the closet all of a sudden she has eyeliner on and uh she's fully possessed by the dead ninja
0: eyeliner and like very specifically styled eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> Yep. yeah i think you're right i think the ninja's gay yeah. And has possessed her much like the Baron possesses Alia in Dune and makes her have sex with Dude so that he can watch from within her consciousness.
1: Mm. I don't I'm I'm I am do not know Dune.
0: Well now you know.
1: Uh so she's possessed by the ninja, and let me just state God. for the record, Your Honor. I would love to be possessed by a ninja.
0: Oh, I want that for you.
1: God, I would love it. I would never I would never stop bragging about it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this after the fact or while actively possessed? Both. You just go,
0: so you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All those weird things I say to people at the grocery stores where I'm like, look at all the bread. I would be like, (laughs) look at all the bread. Look at all the bread. (laughs) Instead, I would be like... I'm possessed by a ninja. And I realized that people would just think that I was having an episode. Kelly, I,
0: Kelly Who is Kelly like, Who
1: what? Yes Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'd go up to Kelly Who in a bar and I'm like Loved you in Friday 13th part eight. PS I'm possessed by a ninja. Well then I'd have to show them. You know, I'd yeah. have to do ninja things.
0: You could do flip.
1: Oh, man. You could do leg up tree. Just jumping straight up into the air, into the tree. You could, you could, you could
0: corkscrew into the ground.
1: Love that. That's my favorite move.
0: Oh, it's so cool.
1: So the spirit of the ninja, who, you know, is an assassin and he killed his target, the important scientist, but he also wants revenge against all those cops that killed him. Oh, my God. So that's what happens, you know?
0: My favorite motif, sorry, my favorite <laughs> motif in the movie. Every time she goes, he, he takes her to the cop agency, wherever they go, the cop office. And <laughs> she ends up, she'll see a cop. She gets this like dead horrified look in her face. And we have a slow-mo flashback to the ninja remembering being gunned down by that cop. It happens 25 times and it's so great.
1: Oh, so she gets her revenge, you know, one by one. She kills them, but she's also like, I don't know. I don't feel right. Like when, when the ninja in her subsides and she's back to just being a telephone repair woman slash aerobics instructor, she's like, I don't know. I don't feel good. I feel like I'm doing things that I can't control. So... She goes to doctors, goes to a psychiatrist, all of this, and everything seems fine. According to the psychiatrist who examined her, there's nothing out of the ordinary, aside from your exceptional extrasensory perception and your preoccupation with Japanese culture.
0: She's <laughs> now a psychic weeb.
1: Yeah. yeah, all the weebs in the audience are like, oh, No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I clutched my pearls. So,
1: traditional science and medicine can't help her. So, of course, they have to go see James Hong. Oh, legend! Le legend! Uh, God, he's still fucking kicking, man. He's been in 8,000 movies.
0: Literally! Like, just ha- just played the a, a, a crucial role in this year's Best Picture winner. Love him! I have... Loved him ever since I first saw him in, <laughs> well, generationally, but this is the first I saw him in, was as Tia Carrera's father in Wayne's World 2.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, he has that wicked fight scene with, with Wayne. Love James Hong.
1: It's the first thing I saw him in, maybe Big Trouble in Little China. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been around forever.
0: Everything. He's like one of the most prolific actors out there.
1: Mm-hmm so he runs a uh I don't know what it is it's one of those it's the classic horror movie thing where it's like the white protagonist has a has trouble and so they go to see the exotic uh healer of some kind you know what I mean it's like yes whether it's something like drag me to hell and they go to see the Indian dude or you know it's always like a movie gypsy yeah or just some exotic flavor to do crazy ritual stuff and the white the white protagonist is always like I don't know what this is all about this seems crazy <laughs> But they have nowhere else to turn. It's that have, kind of thing. You, know? you have to go
0: to the the bewarted cultural um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. attache.
1: Yes. So Christy and Officer Hare go to see James Hong. <laughs> and he basically exercises her. And it's just an, an amazing sequence that oh. just people should see it. Like words won't, can't really do it justice. They like chain her up. <laughs> and then he tries to exercise her. And there's just one part <laughs> but that I, I don't have the words. I know I'm a writer. I don't have the words. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has the words. Well, when
0: you're following action sequence after action sequence of just cop death, plus her spectacular um, arcade machine, laser rainbow, goddess transformation, possession sequence... And then this, like, this is a movie. This Talk about bang for your buck. You're getting bonker set pieces every five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. From, like, the jump through the whole thing.
0: Yeah, it's relentless.
1: So it's the exorcism scene, basically. Uh, she goes through all this stuff. She, her eyes turn red. She gets gray streaks in her hair like oh. Nancy Thompson. Oh. She starts speaking Japanese. <laughs> you fool, you cannot stop me. I am a ninja. Now, see, if I was possessed by a ninja, I could say that to people. You could say that and do flips at the same time. Oh, my God. You could go... "Ah, (sighs) So, James Hong can't cure her. Because, like he says, only a ninja can destroy a ninja.
0: Everyone knows this.
1: This is the first rule of ninjas. Yep. So, lucky for everybody... Uh, there's a new ninja on the scene, Ipatch, who has come all the way from Japan.
0: <laughs> it's his full name. Full Christian name. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now, he's played by Shokasugi, who did all the fight coordination for this movie and was in a slew of 80s ninja movies.
0: Including, I think, the last ninja films. hmm Yeah. Uh,
1: so, he is an old enemy of the dead ninja that is possessing christy rider that's how he lost his eye was in a fight i think maybe that happened in ninja 2 revenge of the ninja or whatever. yeah
0: i'm so curious if that's actually a scene from when he has his flashback where he's tied up and gets his eye um uh, ninja starred I'm so curious if that's actually from Ninja 2, like, a Revenge of the Ninja, or if they just, like, you know, deleted the backstory and just gave him a new character, even though he's in all of them, and then filmed this new backstory.
1: So, he's on the scene to try to figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, Christy Ryder doesn't enjoy being possessed, and I say, girl, what is wrong with you? You're, you're doing it with officer hair, and you don't enjoy being possessed by a ninja? And killing cops, which was seemed like it was your dream at the beginning of the movie. For real. But whatever. she, uh, The ninja is in full force, the ninja spirit, in her TGI Friday's apartment. And she tries to fight it off by dancing. <laughs> but it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I wish
0: in haunted house sequences, people like they see a ghost and then they go, ah, and they run away. But she's like, no, I'm busting out the tunes and I'm dancing.
1: Yeah, she literally, like, turns on music and starts dancing at it. It's so great. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Uh, it's not a powerful enough magic to overcome the ninja. <laughs> um. So then she is, like, super possessed by the ninja. And she goes to a cop funeral and flips out and starts killing cops all over the place at the cemetery.
0: God, it's incredible. <laughs>
1: This, seriously, this is a cop hater's
0: dream. (laughs) It really is. (laughs)
1: Like, it's amazing. Uh, But Patch is hot on her trail, and so then they start fighting. The two ninja enemies start fighting. Um, Patch gets caught by the cops, and you think he's going to get blamed, but he's like, Oh, Officer Hare, you have to take the sword to the temple on the mountain, and that'll, then we can help her like okay sure whatever there's a temple on the mountain like what okay (laughs) (laughs) and it's not a map painting (laughs) yeah like okay whatever so uh Patch manages to escape from the cops and christy ends up bringing the sword to the temple the temple is like it's monks but it also seems to be like a ninja school or something i don't know everybody's fighting everybody starts fighting ninja versus ninja all of this and then the ninja spirit leaves christy and goes back into the original dead ninja body which for some reason the body's there yeah um so then the dead ninja comes back to life and fights eyepatch and they fight 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 <sighs> finally christy stabs the dead ninja uh. with his own katana and you think he's gonna be dead, but no, he just drills into the earth as he does. He starts spinning around like a drill. Because <laughs> this guy is just
0: unkillable.
1: Um, so he and Ipatch fight some more. There's an earthquake. Uh that's how powerful the ninja is. Is his drilling caused a fucking earthquake. Okay. Yeah. Finally, the original ninja is vanquished. IPatch says, it's over now. Everybody bows patch wanders off into the desert like he's Maureen in Psycho 3. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the end! That's amazing! It's really an incredible journey. Sometimes you just want a ninja movie, you know? Especially an American ninja movie. <laughs> oh, this made me want
0: every American ninja movie.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. it's so cool! It's just, like,
0: cool music, people, kicking... And like jumps,
1: and then they go, Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, I would recommend it is boy, it's a little grindhousey, like it's a little sleazy, but not as sleazy as you would anticipate. I I reviewed it on Final Girl. A movie called Alley Cat. Oh yeah. Which is, it's not ninjas, it's just she is a karate expert. <laughs> and yeah. she like goes out at night she like puts on her jogging suit and she goes out at night and like karate chops would be rapists fuck yeah like total avenging queen i highly recommend alley cat It is you know your doll like if if ninja 3 the domination was made for 50 bucks alley cat is a dollar 50
0: oh, oh but it's I'm...
1: it's full of hiya like, yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> oh, it's so good.
0: Sign me up 1984, same year as Ninja 3 The
1: Domination.
0: Oh, that looks great.
1: And it's all of these movies are that kind of I don't know how to describe it. They're racist orientalist, yeah, but in a like well intentioned way. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yep. It's like there's nothing wrong with you except for your preoccupation with Japanese culture. It's you know, it's some white dude who's like <laughs> the mall ninja,
0: you know, I was so attacked by that line
1: uh, who just loves all this stuff and like wants to pay tribute or something. Do you know what I mean? But does but none of it is authentic. Nothing. I mean, it starts out the movie starts and it's like the credit sequence comes up and it's that like chop suey font
0: yes yes it's fully that
1: that everybody knows uh if you've seen an american chinese restaurant you have see i just saw it recently actually there was uh i saw a post about a new war memorial for the korean war that was supposed to honor like korean soldiers and american soldiers this is somewhere in like i don't know iowa or something oh no and they at the top was written the Korean War and it was in fucking chop suey. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's not funny. I mean it's it's funny Ooh. on the, because it's racist in like four different ways. Like cuz it's not even getting it. <laughs> it doesn't even look like I mean chop suey doesn't look like anything, you know, but it sent me like seeing that really sent me down a rabbit hole of that font yeah. and like can a font be racist? Like, what are the origins of this font? Oh,
0: what can a font be racist?
1: Because we... There are fonts like that that are meant to signify... Like, if you go to a Middle Eastern restaurant here in the U.S., chances are the font is gonna try to look Arabic. You know oh, what I mean? yeah! Well, the
0: chop suey font is to Asian people what papyrus is to natives mm-hmm. in this continent.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, that font like it has a really interesting history if you look it up and like how Chinese immigrants in the U.S. would use it you know and it just became a signifier of like the cheap Chinese restaurant
0: wow yeah I can think of a million signs
1: yeah which was a way for those immigrants to like survive and there was I watched like a 10 minute thing about it which was talking to some uh Chinese women who are graphic designers and like talking about the history of the font and like how it doesn't it doesn't relate to any like Asian written language at all, right? But you see it and you think Chinese, like Chinese restaurant. Um, and so they were just kind of talking about the history of it and like how it's changing and all of this. And like somebody said, when you are fighting for survival, authentic cultural representation is a luxury. Absolutely, 100%. And so, you know, these immigrants who, like, we had the Chinese Exclusionary Act here in the United States. Like, that's the only time that an actual, like, country, like, ethnicity was targeted for a long time of, like, you can't come here, Chinese people. Yeah. Never mind what we did to the Japanese in World War II and with the internment camps and all of this. Like, we have a horrible history with this kind of thing. And
0: let us not forget that is incredibly recent. I mean, even the development of this font, even like the amount, because what the fonts have only been around how long, the amount of time that it takes for that to become aligned in the cultural consciousness, like is the same span of time that it would take like for racist stereotypes, for all of that to occur. And that's all within the last hundred years, for the most part. Oh, oh yeah. Like bonkers.
1: Yeah. I mean, I see chop suey font, I think like 1950s Chinese restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the, you still see those places for sure in like remote or suburban areas, things like that. It is really starting to change. And like Chinese and Chinese American chefs are really kind of changing the aesthetics of what a Chinese restaurant is. Mm-hmm. But it's such a signifier of something. And so, of course, my point is, of course, this movie fucking uses it for the title sequences and the and the end credits and all of this. Yeah. Because how else would people know that there were supposed to be Japanese people in it, right?
0: Well, it's like when she gets possessed, how else will you know unless she has the same eyeliner and, like, vaguely Asian, somehow Asian, suggestive of Asian-styled eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like,
1: Ooh. yeah, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just kind of go, oh, no. You're like, well, that scene is really cool and she looks awesome, but Ooh. Yep. So when I, if I get possessed by a ninja, I will not be putting the eyeliner on
0: that's where you draw the line
1: that yes or where i don't draw the line (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you yeah so it's just it's just that kind of uh, i don't know there's there's all different flavors of racism
0: Absolutely. And this is the more collaborative, perhaps, form of racism, where they they still brought on Shokasugi to choreograph, to star in the film alongside Lucinda Dickey. Uh, he has some voice within this film as the fight choreographer, like, and also coming from the previous entries. But yeah, it's, it's a messy, tricky time where, like, they, we had cultural exchange and, and partnership, but also not um a voice but necessarily a voice in how uh people groups are depicted within those projects and so it falls into a lot of stereotypes but but also i i think one plus to this movie and that problem is that the whole movie is insane
1: oh sure
0: so i think it would be profoundly hard to take any of it at face value which doesn't dismiss racism but for me it makes it easier for me to turn off my brain and just enjoy the ride while also going every now and then
1: it's not so it, this movie doesn't think it's saying something important it's not oh no. oh man it's just it's like it's it's kind of just a 12 year old boy thinking ninjas are cool
0: yeah this is playing with your action figures and like flipping them up in the air drilling them down into the ground like this is it's mortal combat it's twisted it's fully insane and at the end of the day though the message is kill cops so right. <laughs> so if there's anything you should take home from this movie blueprints right there baby <laughs> did you notice did you know there are two things that i noticed that i that had me screaming one did you notice that when she goes back to her ninja golf course ninja bat cave
1: oh the ninja loot cave yeah
0: the ninja loot cave She goes back there because that's where the ninja was staked out before he went and killed everyone at the golf course for (laughs) unknown reasons. She goes and she goes to retrieve her weapons, and she literally like has a rock bureau. Like she has a rock that opens up that has a light up (laughs) panel inside it that where she can keep her weapons. Like she has a fucking jewelry display rock. (laughs) Listen, ninjas
1: have a lot. the ninja left it there ninjas are very advanced anthony okay they're
0: skilled masons and electricians and, and visual merchandisers in addition to being masters of the martial art
1: that's right
0: okay and number two did you notice in the credits that we see the words vocal realization by one my queen diamanda galas
1: Oh really? I'd miss that.
0: I'll send you the picture that I had to take. Whoa. I grabbed my phone and took a picture as fast as I could. So I thought, I thought, what does this mean? And then I realized every time we hear, Aah! I was like, that's fucking Diamanda Galas. She's the pos- the voice of the possessed ninja.
1: Spirit. There's that, and then there's the like at the end at the monk ninja school when the ninja <sighs> also when he like possesses all the monks and he's like, oh. I bet that's yes her. i bet that's her
0: fully Diamanda galas
1: wow that's fucking wild isn't
0: that so cool like <laughs> <laughs> Diamanda galas okay listeners if you don't know Diamanda galas you need to know Diamanda galas not only <laughs> is she one of our most legendary divas and artists and queens uh she spent the bulk of the 80s 90s i mean even today fighting relentlessly um just nonstop hiv aids activism uh and so much of her work is her doing experimental like improvised (laughs) vocal performance and and piano music like work um she would like do like plague mass or these things commemorating the death of her brother the death of all these people from aids and she basically makes the sound of the a room full of possessed ninjas like, I got to see her in person on my birthday years ago. She, she did a very rare concert in Seattle. She did a very small tour across the United States. I went and saw her. She has, uh, she's one of those people that, like, in Exorcism of Emily Rose, Shoray Who Ak- <laughs> talks about this, but she has two sets of vocal cords that she can operate at the same time. Oh. So you can hear two different voices or tones at the same time. And when Anthony's on Edibles and hears that, Anthony thinks the world's about to explode. <laughs> and it's terrifying. She is so cool. Sorry, right, I had to have my Diamanda Glass. No, one. of course. That's <laughs> ins-
1: that's incredible that she is a part of this movie like what? Like if
0: Ninja 3 wasn't already the coolest shit on the planet, the fact that Diamanda Glass worked <laughs> on it? Like that's like 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 how did what oh what's the movie that um they turned that into the american version of um lone wolf and cub shogun assassin shogun assassin how do you make it cooler you have sandra bernhard dub one of the voices (laughs) like these people whoever was doing american ninja movies and dubbing of them in the 80s they did it entirely for us i think
1: (laughs) 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 this movie is just amazing it's just such a fun good time God, it's,
0: it's, this is, this is, have some folks over. This is the party movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: This is pizza rolls, uh, uh, good times, nonstop magic.
1: And you have your friends over to watch it and then take a, take a, a vote at the end and say, was she a lesbian? I think she was a lesbian. She would. she had her fri she had her friend over to the apartment before she got with Officer Hare.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Gay ninja. Gay ninja. Because <laughs> he can still the gay ninja who's possessed her, he can still see all the other cops and wants to kill them. He's still but it still chooses to fuck Mr. Officer Hare.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Chooses to. Chooses to.
1: So she's... Okay. Okay. That all makes sense. This is a queer horror classic.
0: Feminist queer horror classic. Feminist.
1: Perfect for our show.
0: Explicitly lesbian lead character. (laughs) Possessed by a gay ninja.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just wait for the next People's Gays. This will be nominated. Literally, the gay ninja
0: starts screaming as Diamante (laughs) Galas. queer legend <laughs> like it's... yeah this movie's everything the only way ninja 3 could be better is if ronda johnson had a cameo somehow
1: i know, well we can assume she was working at ronda's workout right like we yes. could just say she was just in another studio ronda was in an adjacent yes. studio scowling at people <laughs> yes, there's scowling. nothing in this there's nothing in this movie that disproves that and there's nothing in killer workout that disproves it either <laughs> isn't it great i'm so happy you got to see it
0: i am so happy i mean this has this has been a movie that has been talked about it has been sung about like poets sing about this film to me epic poems epic songs and i have been waiting 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 i we, we own this movie at one point we had two copies like i just never watched it because i knew there was a right time and the right time was the re-re-three inning
1: no better time than the re-re-three inning I just, I I can't believe, like, you know, Zombie 3 had some
0: valleys, but it also had some peaks. And I can't believe that we are four movies into the, is that correct? Four? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Movies into the re-re-three inning, and I feel like we're yet to hit, um, a rings.
1: And, you know, I don't think there are any rings on the horizon. I don't think so, because,
0: spoiler alert, we know what we're doing next. Like, all of them. And they actually just get better at this point. Which is weird. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And tomorrow's movie, speaking of, oh boy, oh boy. Oh Oh boy, oh boy. Now this is where we get kind of tricky with our threes. Tricky, but still uh, adhering to the rules. Mm -hmm. But just unexpected, I suppose. Is that tomorrow's movie... Is a little something called Juan the Grudge.
0: Oh, or should I say,
1: uh... yeah, which you may just know as Juwan. It's the 2002. Uh, it was the first Juan that appeared here on America's shores,
0: like a fishing float.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there
0: she washed up.
1: Well, I mean, like that was the time, you know, The Ring. Yeah. The Ring remake came out and that ushered in. A whole wave of J horror, K horror, uh, over here getting Western releases.
0: Yes, yeah, relentless for like three years.
1: So it came out in that era, 2002, as Juon, but it is actually called Juon: The Grudge. But we don't want you to get it confused with The Grudge, which is the American remake,
0: or The Grudge, or also The Grudge, or also any other nine movies also titled Juon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So this is technically the third one because the first two are technically Ju-On the Curse and Ju-On the Curse 2.
0: Pay no attention to the two short films that came before those. Sorry.
1: <laughs> right. And then we have Ju-On the Grudge. So it's the third proper film in the series. And so we're doing it tomorrow. Hell yeah. And I'm really excited. I haven't seen it for a hot minute. And I mean, I love it. I could tell you the spoiler, but we'll talk about it on tomorrow's show.
0: Oh yeah, I'm excited. I like this movie a lot. I haven't seen it since, um, since we had our 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 like kind of blowout going through all, so many J and K horror classics. Uh, and actually, I watched this one independently uh, from the show because I was just I couldn't stop watching J horror.
1: Well, now you'll watch it for a purpose, not now just I'm,
0: entertainment. Now I'm watching it for uh, social benefit.
1: Oh yeah, man.
0: I can virtue signal as I want. <laughs> no, there's no virtue signaling here. There's only love and dollars raised. This is wild, Stacy. since our last update. Uh, you know, we switched the, the goal over to $7,000. And just while recording, we've already gained an additional five donations. We are at 130 donors now. And $5,591 raised. We're almost at oh $5,600. This is hilarious. I mean, we're only, we're what? What's like $400 away from our goal? Plus a thousand. Plus a thousand. Oh, you,
1: you know what? You can take your numbers <laughs> and you can stick them. Okay. okay. Careful. You watch your mouth there. Anthony, because if I get possessed by a ninja, I will be having (gasps) slow-mo flashbacks of this moment where you told me to stick my numbers.
0: (gasps) But, Stacey, I want this for you more than anything. Oh, thanks. I want you to be possessed by a ninja (laughs) (laughs) almost even more than I want you to become a lich or the thing.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Or a pod person, or the blob I would love (laughs) you to become Or any of your aspirations in life An animatronic grandmother More than any of those Mm. I would love to see you Possessed by a ninja Thank
1: you, my goals are sure lofty But maybe they'll come true Someday, at least one of them
0: A guidance counselor loves you
1: Yeah. (laughs) What do you want to be? I want to (laughs) be I want to be an animatronic grandma (laughs) possessed by a ninja (laughs) how about if you go for human resources manager (laughs) all right
0: your head falls off and walks away
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy yeah so tomorrow Jew on the grudge can't wait can't wait to see where the thermometer is
0: i'm terrified
1: yeah i mean i just feel like i don't know i get nervous we set these big huge uh dollar amounts fundraising goals and i get nervous
0: our final goal with the very last three inning that we did our final goal was eight thousand dollars like and we just set our next goal for seven thousand if you forgot in case you forgot like i this is just bonkers once again thank you all so much i can't wait to see where we get tomorrow regardless of any of that y'all are the best and the coolest um once again you can donate and share through gofundme.com slash f slash gaylords or by clicking any link on our website social media not any link but the correct link
1: yeah so until tomorrow then bye <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry.